Hello, uh, my name is Jay Bessinger. Um, I am in management 7773 at Southeast OSU. Um, this is um, my first attempt at a podcast. Uh, this is for our um, class project. Um, and uh, what I'm going to do today is go through three questions that uh, cover chapters one through three of our text. Um, basically, how it's going to be is there's going to be a question for each um, chapter, and we'll kind of go through that. So um, anyway, we'll just go ahead and dive on in. So question number one is from chapter one. Look through recent magazines and newspapers, can be digital formats or a paper. Identify one leader who seems to illustrate the leader as a hero mindset and one who seems more typical of a humble leader described in the text. Describe their differing, differing characteristics, which was easier to find. Be sure to cite your sources used. So the leader as a hero that I chose is um, one that was about as easy as you can find in the United States. Um, And that's Donald Trump, the president of the United States. Um, And the easiest way to find um, his leadership style is to just look on his Twitter page. Um, I just did a quick search on his Twitter profile. The first one of the first tweets I found is Randy Moss should not be bragging about himself. I'm the only one who's allowed to do that, which is about typical of the personality of Donald Trump. Um, And whether I agree with Donald Trump and his policies or not doesn't really matter. It's just the fact that that's the type of personality that he is. Um, he likes to take credit for anything that happens. He likes to um, brag about whether it's himself or you know anybody that he supports. Um, he tends to take to Twitter and brag on himself um, as the leader of the United States. So, um, and then um, next is to find um, a leader who seems more typical of the humble leadership described in the text. Um, and one leader that I uh, came back to was Jeff Bezos, uh, the CEO of Amazon.com. Um, and how I found his leadership style was uh, an article that I was reading on Pagely.com, which kind of um, cites a letter he wrote to stockholders back in 1999 I'm going to read a a quick excerpt from that. Our vision is to use this platform to build Earth's most customer-centric company, a place where customers can come to find and discover anything and everything they might want to buy online. Um, And the the interesting thing about this is this was a quote taken in 1999, which um, if you were to describe Amazon today, 21 years later, it's exactly that same thing. it's a customer-centric place where people can go to find anything and everything on, to buy online. So um, I think Jeff Bezos, um, as a leader, has a, a clear long-term future for Amazon, which I think is important to its employee employees and its shareholders. So um, anyway, um, that's kind of... You know, there are probably many other factors about Bezos that make him the more traditional leader, but that was just one that stuck out to me uh, and I found to be interesting. Um, Okay, so question number two is from chapter two. Pick three traits from the list titled Some Leaders 
characteristics from Exhibit 2.1 in Chapter 2 of the text slash ebook that you think would be most valuable for a leader in an operational role? Pick three that you think will be most valuable for a leader in a collaborative role. Explain your choices. So uh, first would be a leader in an operational role. Um, so the, uh, the three that I picked are energy, knowledge, and dependability. Um, I think if you are going to, um, if you're in an operational role, I think, you know, that's a, that's going to be somebody, um, that is in the day-to-day operations of whatever, whatever business they might be in, um, Let's say you are a manager of operational accounting for a manufacturing company. Um, I think that's gonna that's gonna require um, consistent energy um, on a month to month basis and a day to day basis and a week to week basis um, because operational accounting is something that would that will will be continuing on. Um, and it's not something that's just going to die down. Um, second is knowledge. I think um, the key thing about that is also the um, knowledge it would take to be able to lead operational accounting on a, on a monthly and a weekly and a daily basis. That's something that um, would be required. And last is dependability. Um, once again, it's kind of the same thing. Um, I think all employee employees that would be under the operational accounting manager would would be very dependent upon that person um, on a very consistent basis. So that's why I chose those three. Um, and then most valuable for a leader in a collaborative role. Um, so first would be cooperativeness, um, humility, and passion. Um, I think on a collaborative role, um, that's going to be that was going to be that's going to require someone to obviously uh, collaborate with others. So they're going to um, basically just need to co- cooperate with all those that they're around, um, and um, you know that I think that just adds an, an extra dynamic. And in order to do that, you're also going to need to be passionate about what's going on. Um, so, uh, in order to keep the drive you have while also having those distractions, I think that's uh, what's important about having those three things. So, lastly, is question three from chapter three. Think back to teachers and/or supervisors you have had, and identify one each who fits a supportive style, directive style, participative style, and achievement oriented style according to the path goal theory which style do you find most effective and why so the first to look at is a supportive style um One of the first managers I had as a job right outside of college um, was at an oil and gas company in Oklahoma City. And um, her job was to to set 
I was part of a new hire group and her job was to set up employees with the skills and the knowledge that it took to get the job done. Um, and she was very supportive of the efforts that we did. Um, I was part of a landman group. Um, and essentially she put us through a crash course of what needs to get done and, um, gave us the tools to do that. And then we were all, all eventually sent out into the field to get that job done. Um, and she, she was not out there in the field to help us on a day-to-day basis. So the support she provided initially was what helped us propel us into the jobs that we ended up doing. Um, so a directive style, um, I would say is more in line with the, the current supervisor that I, sorry, current manager that I have. Um, he has a, he is the type of person that has been there uh, in every scenario uh, that I come across today. Um, and he um, is not into the day-to-day weeds as much anymore. So he uh, tends to just kind of give direction um, as to what to do and then um, is expected is expectant of me to get that job done. Uh, participative style would actually be the supervisor that I have that is uh, works along with me that's between myself and my current manager. Um, he um, is still close enough to the work that I do that he is able to participate in what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis so I can bounce ideas off of him. And that just helps me to get my job done on a day-to-day basis. And then finally, achievement-oriented style um, is um, my second supervisor that I had. Um, And the reason... The reason it was an achievement-oriented style was um, basically how uh, our company was set up. Um, the better the employee you were, the better your um, salary raises would be every six months. So everybody in our group knew that, and those were achievements that were goals of employee of the employees. Um, so it was something that my second super manager I had was not um, something that he initially uh, was wanting to get into. It's just kind of how it fell into the style that he had. So anyway, those are the three questions for this week. And I will continue on through this throughout the semester. Thank you.